Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Everybody say, I got a covenant. I walk in the blessing. Amen. All my note takers, get out your phone, get out a pen, get out something. Amen. Isaiah 14, 12, we're still talking about. I want you to understand something about this. I really want you to hear me today. I'm going to let the ushers kind of serve you. I'm going to give you some scriptural proof about what I've been talking about because we got a covenant and we got the blessing. Amen. And you're going to need faith for everything I tell you. All right. Faith is the currency that moves your life. You guys are doing so good in this series, but I just need you to add faith to what I'm saying as you are and believe what I'm telling you. I'm going to give you scriptural proof today to show you your position in this covenant to show you that the blessing of God is upon your life. All right? Now, what happens when I talk like this, sometimes we go, well, where is it? I'm going to show you how to get it. The blessing. What's in the blessing? Deuteronomy 28. Health, healing, everything. Head, tail, lender, not the borrower, no lack. Men, now watch this. I know what you're going to say to me. Well, where's people walking in it? I don't know and I don't care. You're going to walk in it. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I mean by that? So what the Bible says, when you see what the Bible says, after that you accept or reject. That's on you. And once I show you, just trust me what I'm telling you. You're going to change everything. Because there ain't no other way around it. By the time you leave this building today, I'm going to show you how to exactly achieve every single goal you want to achieve in that Bible. After that, it's up to you. There ain't no other way to do it. I know you might say, there is. There ain't. Can't, 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 you can't pray, ball, squall, kick, prophesy, pray in tongues. You ain't going to get it any other way. Fast, pray, don't care, ain't going to work. Now when it comes to this stuff, I'm telling you. Because God showed you how to get this stuff to work. And you got to do it. You got to follow the instructions. Amen? I remember one time in the car, I tried to change a light bulb, you know? And it, it really was weird. And I got that goofy, you know, thing. And man, and it was so weird. And I kept trying to do it. And I went to YouTube. I, it's something simple. You know, you used to take a bulb out and just put it in and fling, you know, go to the auto parts store, pull the thing out there. Man, I had to take the whole light out. Had to go do this. And the guy in the tutorial stopped the video. He goes, he paused because I was having a problem doing it, so I YouTubed it, Jerry. It was hilarious. The guy right where I got stuck, Tim, right where I got stuck, the guy's like, he was an English guy, you know, because that car. He goes, give me a minute. And he clips the video and comes back. He goes, I figured it out. That little son of a gun. You had to put this thing just right to get that bulb to go in there and then go counterclockwise or forget it. I would have been there till the day. And he said, I got it. And I sh- and you know what? I followed that video. I said, man, it's easy now. I was over there jerking around for an hour. All I had to do was watch the video. Because you could get everything right but have one thing wrong and it don't work. One little thing out of place, right? My mechanics know. I'm a machinist. You know what I'm saying. One little thing. He got little micrometers and all that stuff that they use over there. I've seen it. I don't understand none of that stuff. I stunk in math, right? All I know is how to count money, right? So... I, like, I didn't understand algebra. I told you about that. They put the letters and the numbers together. I was done. I was like, bro, I had enough problems with the letters alone, let alone the numbers alone. You put them together and screwed me all up. I don't ever use that a day in my life because I ain't going to use it. I'll pay somebody to help me. Right? And I see that little micrometer thing. Got thing. One little thing out of whack. Some stuff don't work. So let's put it together because once you put it together, now I got guaranteed success because God can't lie. Amen. Now, he's talking about Lucifer. He says, you fell from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. You cut down to the ground. Keep going. Which did weaken the nations. Now, he made the nations weak. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. That's where he got shown. Internal. Man, you better shut down all. Can you go back to that one thing? I want you to see this. I, you said in thine heart, you better shut down internal conversation with yourself. It's the most dangerous conversation you got. People worried about talking to people. I got news, you, you scary talking to yourself. That's why you got to talk back to yourself the word of God, amen? 
You cannot allow the meditation of your heart to become the meditation of your mind sometimes. You got to process that. That's the problem with these kids. They all believe these, the world is trying to brainwash this generation. This is what you are. This is what you think. You ain't what you think. Are you kidding me? You ain't what you think. No, you're not. Grown adult, you are not what you think. You will become what you think, but what you think has to be filtered. Because everything you think ain't right. And everything you think ain't you. You have never had an original thought a day in your life. They either come from God or the devil, and you pick which one they're going to be. You never had an original thought a day in your life. No one has. Somebody else thought it before you trust me. I'm telling you. Listen, somebody's like, man, Amazon? Yeah, Amazon was somebody else's, but that dude figured it out. For that I said in thine heart, I will ascend in heaven and exalt my throne above the stars of God. Keep going. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the earth. This joker's losing it. He's like, I will be greater than God. Keep going. Watch this. He said, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I'll be like the most high. Keep going. He's like, boy, you're really going. Yeah, look at this. Now here comes Isaiah prophesying to him. Yeah, you'll be brought down to hell and then the sides of the pits where you're going. 16, watch this. Then they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, this is the man that deceived the earth. Basically, he said, made the earth trembles and, and didn't make their kingdom shake. Because he said, man, you little, he's like a little weasel and he pulled this all off. Keep going. Watch this. And that made the world a wilderness. That made the world as a wilderness. Underline that. What do you mean he made the world like a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened the house? What do you mean? The devil created the world and made a world the wilderness. Let me explain what I mean by created. It was blessed, and then all of a sudden he came in with deception and created the wilderness that we're living in today. Why is that important? Because they wandered around the wilderness aimlessly, not knowing where they were going. The enemy made it a wilderness. God didn't make it a wilderness. God made it blessed. The children of Israel walked around after the enemy made it like wilderness. What do you mean wilderness? What did they do in the wilderness? They walked around aimless, didn't know where they were going, didn't know what they were supposed to have, didn't know what they could do, didn't know what they could see, didn't know none of this stuff. You understand what I'm saying? They just walked around wilderness wanderers. I mean, and that's what some of us are doing down here. We're down here wandering like we're in the wilderness. Don't know what we got. Don't know what we got a right to. Don't know what we're supposed to say. Don't know what. But I got news for you. God never wanted you to live in the wilderness. He wants you to walk in the blessing. Amen? And for a season of life, a lot of us wandered like we're in the wilderness, didn't know aimlessly what's going on, a bunch of Christians walking around not knowing what belongs to us. But I got news for you today, we know what belongs to us. The Word of God belongs to us, and we ain't going to settle for nothing less than God's best. Come on, look at your neighbors saying, I'm not settling less than God's best. I'm not living in that mess, amen? Got it? Amen? I'm living in the blessing, amen? I got a covenant-keeping God, and he got the blessing of God on my life. Amen? He got it on your suit. So look at this, right? The blessing, now write this down. The blessing can only be activated by faith. That's the only way you're going to get it. Amen? God can change everything. Look at Exodus 36, 33. got to see this. Ready? Look at this. Everybody say the devil made the earth a wilderness, but God turned it around. And he made, I mean, the third, what did I say, 36? What did I tell you, 33? No, 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 no. You're right. Hang on. Yeah, Ezekiel 36, 33. Ezekiel 36, 33. Watch this. Just write it down. Right? You're going to love this. I was like, he made the middle bar? I didn't know nothing about no middle bar. I know they went to load a bar. Some of you better stay out of the bar. Hey, come on, somebody. 36, 33. Pastors, I got jerks. Don't, I got jokes and jerks. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Ezekiel 33. Come on, lighten up. Thus says the Lord God. Watch this. You're going to see this. You see this? So you got to understand something. So what is, what is this earth like now? Wilderness. You ever see the wilderness? Wilderness is fierce. I'm not trying to get you into all this weird stuff. I just want you to get this understanding. God wants Eden back on your life. So now you got to understand this. Now watch here. Thus says the Lord thy God in the day that I have cleansed you from all your iniquities, and I will also cause you to dwell in the cities, and the waste shall be builded. See that? He said, I'm going to bring you back to the blessing. You know what I'm saying? Now this is what God wants. He said, I know what the devil did, but this is what I want for your life. Now Ezekiel is prophesying. 
Isaiah told the devil what you did as he goes prophesying to the church saying, hey, I'm bringing you back. Now, this is important. Why is that? Because if you don't know nothing, here's the thing. Revelation is the only thing that gives you an availability to power. Revelation gives you the greatest place. Faith, somebody said it like this. Revelation without activation is just, oh, man, I'm going to get it. It's just decoration. Yeah. Revelation without activation is just decoration. You know what I mean? But I say, look cute, but it don't do nothing for you. We go to church, right? Just it's all cute, but it don't do nothing for you. You gotta apply this stuff I'm giving you, amen. You know, we shout and we don't even know why we shout. And God get up there screaming. We don't run around. We don't even know why we're running. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We're running. We don't even know why we're running. We're on. We shout and we just shout and everybody else is shouting. We ain't got no revelation. But revelation without activation, you just got decoration. But I'm gonna tell you right here now, you got revelation and you got application, you got power. You got faith like you haven't never had before. I'm going to give you faith today like you never had before because faith is the key to access and everything. All right? So he said, look, he said, dwell in the cities and the way shall be builded. Keep going. Watch this. And the desolate land shall be tilled. See what he's saying? He's like, I'm going to fix this thing. And what? Where is it laid desolate in the sight of all that passed by? He said, look, you used to look desolate, but it ain't going to be desolate no more. God can turn everything around. Keep going. 35. And they shall say, this is the land. That was desolate is become like the Garden of Eden. What do he say? That wasteland is starting to look like Eden. Come on, God's turning around. What do you mean the Garden of Eden? He said, I'm trying to bring you back to the garden. The garden's gonna grow in your life. What do you mean the gardens? What preacher, what you talking about? And Adam, when Adam started, now here's what I'm saying, okay? Because some of you guys are new, you don't know where we've been. Adam lost it all in the garden when he committed high treason and gave authority over to the devil. So the blessing was on your life. Deuteronomy 28 is the blessing that God's got for you. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. I'm the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. I got no lack. I got, come on, you know what I'm saying? Deuteronomy 28 is the blessing. But look what it says here. It says, and this is the land that was desolate has become like the garden of Eden. And the waste and the desolate and the ruined cities are become fenced and inhabited. See that? What's he saying? He said, I'm going to make you have a home like Eden. Okay? Now, what's that mean? I'm bringing you back to the blessing. But what was Eden? Perfect harmony with God. So now, what are you trying to say? Now, everybody look at me. God wants you to live in the earth like he wanted you to live in the beginning. With the blessing on you of a covenant-keeping God, and now you live, Deuteronomy 28, in this wicked place called the wilderness of the earth. Because the earth got cursed. And God told Adam in Genesis, because you sinned, the earth is cursed forever. What you think you're going to get out there? You're going to get foolishness. But faith overcome the world. That's why you got to have faith for what I'm preaching. What was the biggest problem? Numbers 13.1 was the biggest problem. These jokers got sold the bill of goods because the leaders didn't know how to talk right. That's why today, watch what I'm saying. I'm going to teach you something here. Now stay with me. You're doing good. Pay attention. You got to really lock in. Faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. So the preaching of the message is where you can get faith to get access. I don't know what you did yesterday. I don't really care. You didn't have access to what I'm going to give you access to today because we didn't notice yesterday. We're finding out today. That's why faith come by hearing, say something, preacher, because if you say something, I can get something. That was the problem. And the Lord spake unto Moses and said unto him, look, he said, send the men that they may search the land of Cana. Stop right there, which I gave you. This is when the 12 spies went to go spy the land. He said, go search the land which I give unto thee and the children of Israel. What do you mean give to them? He didn't say, I didn't, I didn't have it for you. He said, I already gave it to you. Go see what I gave you and go back and tell the people what they got. Come on. Look, you want to read a little more? I'll let you read a little more because he says, he told them, look, of every tribe, their fathers, the son, the man, and every ruler among them. Look at the next verse. I'll even give you the next one. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness. Oh, there you go. Apparent. What did he say? He said, I'm taking you out of this place. I'm going to show you where I'm taking you. Get up out of the wilderness and go see the blessing. Get, the earth is jacked up. Go leave this jacked up earth. Modern technology. Right? 
and go see the blessing. And then go back and tell the people what you see. Remember the problem? They said, we see giants in the land. We see drama in the land. We see a mess in the land. We see a problem in the land. And remember Caleb? Go to verse 30, right? What Caleb say? He said, Caleb is still the people. He said, well, he said, hush your mouth. You about ready to jack up the earth because you're going to open your mouth and you're going to mess these people up. He said, we are well able to overcome. Because here's the key. Now you got to understand something. You can only go as far as somebody tells you. I'm telling you, listen to me. You, can only, you ain't going to go no further than that pulpit in this church. You didn't know that? Somebody got to say something for you to believe something. You've been waiting for somebody to talk for a decade, man. But today I'm giving you access. They didn't know nothing, so they told these people, they told the people wrong stuff. Oh, that place is messed up. We ain't going in there. Caleb said, shut up. We're well able, and we can overcome. Let's go possess it. And they messed them up. Remember I've been telling you? They messed them up. Why? Because they walked by sight and not by faith. They walked by what they could see, and they said, what we could see is the only thing we can get access to, but what you could see doesn't mean nothing, because what you could see could change, because if I show you how to believe, you'll see what you need to see. Did you get in? I'm going somewhere. I'm setting y'all up. I'm setting y'all up. Okay? What happened? These jokers come out and say, well, he said this is a big mess. I ain't going to get, you understand what I'm, you know what I'm saying? He said, man, we can't go in. What happened? They all fell dead. Moses included. They fell dead outside the promised land because God said, I didn't tell you this. He said, I told you go take the land. Why are you coming back telling these people they can't have it? That was you. And that was me. What was God trying to do? I got a covenant and I got a blessing and I'm trying to put it back on my people. You understand it? What he was trying to do? Caleb kept, now want to see something crazy? Caleb kept the birthright of the blessing going because of faith. Because it still wasn't done what God was going to do. He had belief when no one else had belief. You see it? He kept the faith. I'm going to tell you right now, Joshua followed Caleb's faith. Caleb didn't say Jack first. Caleb said something first. Joshua said something later. Caleb said we can do it. Let's go. Joshua went along, but Caleb's faith, he said, Caleb got a different kind of spirit. It was the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith will change your world. Not many people got the spirit of faith. There's three point something million people. Ain't nobody got faith but two guys. Two guys. Three and a half million people and Moses fell dead. And don't tell me Moses didn't believe God. Moses believed God. He actually what? He pioneered it even though he couldn't get into it. And how did he fall dead? You want to know what happened with his problem? He got messed up with the people because he followed the majority. Aaron was a man pleaser. Aaron was a man pleaser. Moses' problem was this. He was, because you want to know what Mo Moses was an orphan. And Moses wanted to be around people. But sometimes getting around people too long will keep you someplace too long. Moses wanted to stay around the people. He wanted to be accepted. But I got news for you. That's a problem too. Let me tell you something about your weakness. Your weakness will kill you before you come before people sometimes. All that stuff you processing. You better process it. I got to go back. Rewind. I lost you for a minute. It's okay. It's okay. I know how to re re feel it. That don't mean you don't be paying attention. You guys are brilliant. Just stay with me. That's why you got to come to church. And hey, Pastor Casey, you want? I preach to four people. Like there's 40,000 in here. Numbers don't move me who's here. I preach to myself. You ain't figured this out yet? I don't talk to you. I talk to me. I'm talking to me all day long. You know why? I need it. I can't do it. You know what? I come and preach to three people because I need the anointing. And the anointing, I, I get more in revelation preaching it than I do just understanding it, like writing it. Now, nah, if I talk it, it'll come. I'm, it, my anointing is in my mouth and in my hands. I know where my stuff comes from. Just stay with me. All right. Moses, you got to understand something. He's an orphan. He didn't belong to the house. They put him a little joker in the basket and sent him down the river. He didn't belong nowhere. So sometimes he had this orphan complex a little bit where he needed to be around these people. He's trying to bring these people. He stood in the gap for the people, and he wanted to lead the people, but the people drove him nuts. Smacked a rock one too many times. What am I trying to tell you? Some of you are trying to stay around people, but I got news for you. You're going to have to separate from some people to get to your destiny. Does that make sense? Because some people just ain't good for you. They complain too much. They murmur too much. Now, you don't have to be mean, but I'll tell you right now, you need to get away from some people that ain't helping you get nowhere. You can be nice, but you ain't got to hang out with them. 
Because murmuring and complaining just get on you. Does that make sense? Did you get what I'm saying? So Aaron, he's a punk. Aaron's a total punk. I'm sorry, whatever. I go to heaven, I'll get in trouble with Aaron. We'll fight. <laughs> Moses is up there with God, and this choker down here building a golden calf because he can't control no people. He's a man pleaser. That's his problem. Aaron is a man pleaser. What you want, just give them what they want. You can't pastor no church like that. Just give them what they want. Come on, man. That's what he did. Mike, he's up there. Mo, I would have smacked him in the head. Come down. Can you imagine, Moses? You're talking to God, writing the Ten Commandments on tablets. God's burning them like Charlton Heston or something. <laughs> he's burning them with his finger. <sighs> you know, you're like, yeah, this is great. Hey, 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 Moses, it's God. What, God? This is great. You got to go back down. Why I got to go down? Aaron's building a golden calf because he cannot control the people. Man, that jerk can't keep nothing together. I would have went down and smacked him in the head. Took her out to leave heaven. You didn't notice? Yeah, this is cool, right? <laughs> Let's just have a good look. This is like Dr. Phil right now, right? Let me, you picture this? You are talking to God face to face. And you got to leave. He ain't never been up there before. He got to leave. Why well, I got to go, God? Aaron just took all the gold and took the earrings and every gold thing you got down there. And the joker made a golden calf and they're down there worshiping it. Because they got tired of waiting for you to come. I would have punched them in the face that come down from the mountain. Are you stupid, dude? Now we got, and then guess what? Sin got in the camp because it's near with. Now they got to, I would have sacrificed Aaron is what I would have did. Let that joke out there say, God, is he good? Burn him. Can you imagine? Now just put it together. You get what I'm saying? So now this is what's going on. So Aaron's pleasing the people. And Moses can't lead the people no further than he can go because his own inability stopped him from being a great leader. You get that? So you better work out your stuff. You got to work out. And you're, I'm telling you, listen, man, you better work out your emotional stuff because some of you, it'll stop you from your destiny. My emotions. Your emotions don't mean jack. Tell your emotions, shut up. That was rough, wasn't it? My emotions. Tell me how I feel. Whoa, feelings. <laughs> Cares how you feel. Ain't nobody care how you feel. I do. I love you. You could come talk to me. But you know what I'm saying? I just ain't going to be. No, your feelings start. What I'm just trying to say, I want you to feel you're not inhuman. But if you let your feelings govern you, you're done before you start. Because they ain't going to lead you nowhere straight. They'll lead, I'm telling you what they're going to do. You know what your feelings going to do? Mess you up. Because you're going to be emotionally like a roller coaster. So you got to put them in check. Because everything you feel ain't you. Did you get that? That was Moses' problem. He got this thing. He's like, well, you know, the people, I want to be around the people, be around the people. That people drove him nuts. He's in the wilderness with these people, and he smacked the rock one too many times because they drove him crazy. And God said, now you can't enter in the promised land either. He fell dead outside it. Did you get that? Now, God's not mean. Well, why? He disobeyed God because of people. When you disobey God because of people, you need to get some new people. Did you get that? You know what I'm saying? If I got to hang out with these dudes and they're going to make me disobey God, get new friends. Get new friends. I ain't disobeying God to be your friend and be with you. You understand what I'm saying? Are you with me? Did you get that? That's a bunny trail. I didn't have that in the morning service. Sherry will tell you. Right? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Did you get that? Did you pull it in? Yeah. I'm not picking on your friends, but does that make sense? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I want to just be around people. People ain't going nowhere. Can't take you nowhere. And I know a lot of you say, well, that doesn't have nothing to do with me. Yeah, it does, because you're going to get mad. Look, you want to know what? Something is, oh, man, I'm on this thing. Let me just say, some things that I do and some things that you hear are going to be designed to offend you. It's not by will. Your mama's been offending you all your life, amen? You have no problem with her. <laughs> you can't, do, not in a bad way, you can't do this. Remember when you kid? Come on. Lita, come on, right? She's like, you can't do this, big meanie. Say out the cookie jar. Well, how come I can't eat licorice? I like licorice. You can't eat licorice in the morning, kid. I want ice cream, ma. Come on, wake up. Your parents understand what I'm saying. You don't just give your kids everything they want. What, why? It governs their character. It steers their character. It changes their character. Are you here? Did you get everything you want? Teachers did it. Employees do it. You understand what I'm saying? 
Stuff's going to come. That dude mentoring you at work, he ain't going to make you happy all the time. If he is, he probably ain't teaching you nothing. You understand know what, what I'm saying? You got to grade my nerves a little bit. See what I do. See, remember this. Humanity is always your test. I heard somebody say something so good. I could follow Jesus' deity, but boy, I got to try to master his carpentry. <laughs> Whoo, that'll preach, won't it now? Yeah, because yeah, everybody want to talk about the crown. Nobody wants to talk about the wood. Yeah. Oh, somebody better tweet that. Everybody want to talk about the crown. Nobody wants to talk about the wood. Nobody wants to talk about the wood. Everybody wants to talk about the crown. Tell me about being great, Jesus. Jesus like, let me tell you about the pain. Everybody wants to know you in resurrection, but who wants to understand you in crucifixion? Yeah, that's when, the, that's, when the, that's when the splinters come. That's when the splinters come. You know what I'm saying? It's all cute, but until it hurts, right? Amen? You get that? So God's trying to turn it in the wilderness. We got to go. Ready? Watch this. So everybody says, I got to have faith. Got to have faith. Got to have faith. Everybody say, got to have faith. Okay, now I'm going to show you something here that's going to help you, right? Go to Colossians 2.15. You doing all right? Did you get something in there? Pull it in. You know what I mean? Pull it in. Pull it in. You're going you're gonna to get, get it. And what was I saying this? I wasn't trying to be mean. You understand? I'm not trying to be People, you got to get, it's like sandpaper just a little bit because that's when characters develop. See, you know what I say in mentorship? And any series of mentorship is this, is this. Following the deity is simple. Walking in the humanity with that person is the tough part because Elijah's going to be a jerk. Sit down. I don't want to stay here. Well, you just stay there, kid. But I'm following you anyway. See what I'm saying? Something's in the fall. So you got to follow the plan God's got for your life. And don't think you know too much. Listen. It's easier to listen. And don't talk too much when you get around stuff you need to get. Especially work. You know, no, you ain't bad. That's not be me. You, you go to work, tell the boss what's going on. No, 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 man. Oh, just listen what the boss says. And then I cannot stand that. You got people, talk, the boss is talking, you're like, blah, 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 blah. Just be quiet. Let, let, I'm, not telling, I'm just telling you how to succeed. Just sit there, right? You the manager? What do all those people do? They try to tell you how they do it. Just tell, let me tell you how to do it. And then you just follow instruction and go and do it. It's easier. And then you know what you're going to do? You're going to be a problem solver. You're going to get paid more. Problem solvers get paid. People that create problems get a new job. Did I say that out loud? Just go to the library and listen. Don't tell them what you know. Because if you tell them what you know, then they expect too much. Just go slow. And then just tell them, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, I'll take care of it. And then do better, 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 better. Man, they love you, man. They'll give you a raise. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. I got to go over there. I'm going to go by Shelly. I'm going to throw a shoe at somebody. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. And having spoiled... Look, all the kids are like, she chuck a shoe. You know she can. Amen? Praise the Lord. Look, you're going to get. I ain't fighting Shelly. I'll tell you that right here now. Whatever Shelly says, if you don't know Shelly, there's Shelly. I'm not going near Miss Shelly. You get in trouble, she will, she will get you. My kid's still scared of Shelly and Sharice and Nikita. Praise be to God. In a good way. Why are you going, aww? No. I was like, I'll send you back there, Mr. Keita. You're going to go to kids' church. They're 35 years old. I'm going to send them back there. <laughs> you're going back there. Now, I am, I'm going to listen. They've been in kids' church forever with them guys, man, training them up. Amen. They listen better to them than they do me now that I think about it. <laughs> kind of annoyed. Why don't we end kids' church? We should just let it go on. Bring them back there to like 40. Can I check him in? <laughs> Can I bring, <laughs> he's 65 years old. Can I bring him? You got something for him? Come on. You guys got to laugh once in a while. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them opening, triumphing over them in it. Having spoiled. Everybody say spoiled. So Jesus stripped the enemy of his power. Okay. Now, why is this important? So you understand where we're going. The earth was made a wilderness. Right? I'm not losing you. You guys are with me. Jesus came and brought the Eden-like blessing back. Now, here's how it works, okay? Because I'm going to show you the system of it right now. Okay. We're with you, Pastor. I need you to see this. Everybody see, everybody see Colossians? Okay. And having spoiled principalities and he made a show of them, triumphing over them in it. So spoiled means he stripped the devil. Now, here's what I need you to see. Everybody look at me. Give me like a lot of energy. Eight minutes, we're going to be done. Ready? Here we go. Boom. You ready for this? 
Jesus, now I, I learned something this week in a different way. I look, there's a lot of ways to climb a mountain. I looked at it from the other side of the mountain. Boy, I'll change your life. Tell me, right here. Jesus got everything back that Satan stole, and he didn't keep it for himself. He gave it back because it wasn't him in the garden. It was man. And he gave it back to his rightful owner. Now stop, because you, you got it, but you didn't get it. You're going to get it. It took a minute. I had to read it and get it. I hit me. I, whoa, okay. So let me go slow. So we all know, simple, right? Oh, yeah, Jesus got back authority. We know that. But Jesus never lost authority. He did in pretense, because he was man. But he never lost the place of deity, because he was God. So Jesus basically stripped the enemy of the authority he stole from the church and went back to man and gave him the authority that was man's rightful authority from the beginning. So Jesus gave man back the authority that he lost because Jesus really didn't lose it. He got it back for me and you and gave it to us in the garden. Meaning this, Jesus stripped Satan, went to hell, stripped the keys of authority, and came back to man and said, yo, here you go. I did my job. Here, I died, buried, raised from the dead. Here you go. Here's your authority back. I'm out. Because why? Now get this. Now here's where it sinks in. Now go slow. The think, use your thinker. Use your thinker. Use your thinker. He never needed authority because he doesn't have authority. Wait now. What do you mean he don't have authority? No, 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 no. He gave man authority. I gave it to you. And I gave it to that Adam. Pay attention. I gave it to that Adam in the beginning, but he lost it. And I had to go back and get it. And now that I'm done, I give it back to you. I don't need it where I'm going. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father. I got authority up there all day long because I'm God. You need it in the earth, and I went and got it back because Adam lost it. Now you got it. Boy, the devil's shaking right now, Mike. He nervous right now. What you mean he nervous? He nervous because somebody in this room is going to catch what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Say what you mean. Say Jesus went like this. Can I borrow your book? Let me borrow your book. Jesus did like this. I ain't gonna rob, I ain't gonna drop nothing to rob nothing. See, I'm knocking your prayer cards out. Jesus went like this. Oh, by the way, uh, this is Ann's book. This ain't yours. He went down there and said, Hey devil, give me that book. That ain't your book. He smacked him in the head and said, Give me that book, that's Ann's book. And he took it and he said, Hey Ann, here you go. Here's your authority. Here's your book. Here's your stuff. I'm bringing you back your book. Your book, go rule and reign. That's what he did with authority, Joel. He went down there and said, hey, devil, here I am. Now watch this one. See something crazy? He didn't go there as God. He went there as a man. He under the earth like a man. He left the ghost, let him go up, come there like a man and said, hey, give me them keys. They ain't yours no more. He got authority back as a man for man. Hey, you better pull that one in. He got authority back as a man for a man because the only way to get it back for a man was to be a man. That's why he had to come in the earth the way he came in the earth and he got the blessing back for me and you, but he got authority back for me and you because authority is what we lost in the garden and without authority you can't have dominion, but now that you got authority back, God, Jesus don't need it. You don't need it. He got it for you. He got authority for you. So you can stand there and say, devil, let me tell you who you think you are. I think I'm God. Who you think you are? You are. You're God in the earth. You the body. What do you mean the body? Huh? Why does he talk so crazy? You, I'm, you the head, your body, head. What are you talking about? We like one being? He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. <sighs> now let me show you how to do it. I got four minutes to do this. Let me show you how to do this. You gotta have, everybody said got to have faith. You can't access nothing without faith. Did you get that? Now pull this in. Pull this in. Okay, go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Go to Hebrews 11.1 1 and find it in the amp. And you're doing great. Okay, now get this. Now everybody give me like, I'm going to need more than three minutes. Just give me six minutes or something. But give me faith. Give me faith. I'm going to get you out of here. Somebody say, well, I pray. what kind of church is this? I'm preaching the Bible. This is Bible school. Yeah, I'm telling you, I told them in the morning, this ain't no church. It's a Bible training center. You want to know what it is? I want to change the name. Champion Training Center. I'm training champions. 
I'm training champions. I'll, I'll get a t-shirt. We can't change the name, Lauren. She wants to. And praise the Lord. But you get it. You're a champion. You're a champion, man. Well, I'm just telling you who you are in Christ. You know how people get mad? I don't want, I don't want. You know what? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put you over the top because you're a champion. And I don't care. Uh, I've been. I don't want to be with no people that ain't been through nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm jacked up. You ain't staying jacked up. That's the problem with the church. Oh, you're jacked up. Just stay jacked up. No, we ain't. We all been jacked up, but we coming out on top. You know what I mean with that? I ain't staying broken. You ain't broken. Jesus put you back together. You know what I'm saying by that? They get mad at me when I talk like that. It's like, ah, bro, ah, broken, ah, 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 ah. Parish, I had the one dude, Packers, I spent 10 years in jail. I said, praise God, get on security team. I told him that I did. I said, he said, why? I said, because you know how to fight, bro. You protect me. He thought I was kidding. He thought it was going to be like a day. I've been, I was incarcerated for 10 years. I was like, get on security. <laughs> he, like, he seriously looked at me. He goes, don't you want to know why? I said, hopefully it was something bad. Because if you did 10 years, I mean, you probably went there for a while. I don't try to be mean, but you could probably fight and protect me. Get in on team. Boy, he, he was sideswiped. He didn't know what to do with me. He's like, well, why don't this guy believes in me? Yeah, I believe in you. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm not glorifying nobody's sin, but people think they've been disqualified because you've been, if you think you've been disqualified because you've been incarcerated, go read about David's band of misfits. They flipped the world upside down. I'm going to say, well, I, are those people that were in prison in the church probably right now? I ain't telling you. Amen. <laughs> you just as jacked up. Who are you throwing stones at, plain guy? Come on. Hey! <laughs> I'm getting ornery right now. We better preach or I'm going to get in trouble. Pull me in. Pull me in. You can't. I'm too far out. Now faith. Now faith. Now faith. Everybody say, now faith, now faith. is the assurance. Now watch this. Title deed. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Title deed. Title deed. You know what a title deed is? You ever buy a car? You ain't got no title deed. I ain't buying that car because that ain't your car. You ever buy a house? Where you go? Title agency. Why are you going to go title agency? They look to see if there's liens. Paul sells houses. Some of you guys saw Will sell stuff. They know mortgage people understand this. You got to have the thing right. Paperwork ain't right. You ain't buying it. You go buy a cycle. Got to have a title. You ain't got a title. It ain't rightfully yours. Now watch this. Jesus said, now faith is the assurance or the title deed. What? Con confirmation of things hoped for or things divinely granted or guaranteed. Did you read it? That's the Amplified. Now watch this. Say title deed. Don't forget that word. Keep reading. Next one. It's the back end of this one, and we're going to go. And the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality. The conviction of their reality. Love that. How about this? Faith comprehends as a fact what cannot be experienced by physical senses. My God, that is so good, ain't it? Did you get that? You want to go back and see it? Just go back and see it real quick. Angela's doing great. It's the confirmation of things hoped for or divinely what? Guaranteed. Keep going. And the evidence of things not seen. It's the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what, boom, cannot be experienced by the physical senses. I mean, you don't see it, but faith can see it even though it's not there. That's what they got a problem with. What do you see? We see giants. You should have seen the grapes. You know what I'm saying? You should have seen the blessing. Every situation, you could see the good. You know what I'm saying? Now watch this. Go to verse 2. Keep going. Okay? You're doing good. For by this kind of faith, the men of all gain divine approval. Oh, I love that word. Divine approval. Who wants divine approval? Yeah. Have faith. That's all you got to have. You know the only reason thing you got to have is faith to be accepted by God now? That's all you got to have. I believe in Jesus. Good. He's like, you're accepted. Disbelieve. Okay? Now watch this. Watch verse 3. Okay? By faith... That is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God. Keep going. Watch this. We understand that the world, the universe, were what? Framed and created and formed and put in order. Right? Isn't that so good? Isn't that so good? So now, can you go over there? Now, can you go back up to verse 1? Everybody say faith. is a title deed. Write it down. Now, title deed is the paperwork. You got the paperwork? If you ain't got no paperwork, you ain't getting nothing. You want to buy some, right? So if I say faith, faith. Title, deed. title deed. What happens if you got the title deed? 
It's what? If I got the title deed to that house, who owns it? Come on. What, 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 if, I got, if I got the title deed, if you got a car, you got a car title, who owns it? What do you say faith is? It's the proof of ownership. Proof of ownership. This is the problem. Now go slow. Just hear me, okay? Now the Bible says this. Isaiah says plead your case. Go there, please. Isaiah 43, 26. Remind me of your merits with the thorough report. Let us plead and argue our case together. Don't that sound like court? Don't that sound like court? Plead your case. I didn't know we had a case. Now think of this, right? Now, now watch. Go slow. Now watch. Go slow, right? Hebrews says what? God is my judge. Go there. She's going to show it to you. Hebrews, I think it was 10. I don't remember. You'll know where it is. Hebrews says God is my judge. And I should give you these scriptures sometimes, but I change gears so many times. Hebrews 10, 30. For we know him whom said, vengeance is mine, retribution and deliverance of the just, rest. Keep going. And vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You know that in King James. It, it, we gotta get, where's the back side of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. With me, I will repay the wrongdoer. Sounds like justice. And again, the Lord will judge his people. So who's the judge? Bless you. Who's the judge? God. Okay. Plead your case. God is the judge. Correct? Jesus is an advocator or a mediator of a better covenant. He's my advocate. Does that make sense? He's on my side. He said what? In legal contract terms, he's a mediator. You ever go to you ever go to mediation? Right? Sometimes you go to mediation. What's a mediator do? Mediate so people don't start arguing. <laughs> Jesus is a mediator of the better covenant. You see this? So God, everybody say God's a judge. Jesus is a mediator. And the devil is an accuser. Why ain't this funny? Don't this sound like court? He said, go plead your case. Are you here? So God the judge, Jesus the mediator, here's me and you, and here comes the accuser. And what's the accuser do? He accuses you. What does he accuse you of? Everything that Bible says you are. Here's the problem with most of you. Look at me, look at me. We're going home. Go play. You can play. You remember that? Devil says you're broke. Guess what you say? Same thing he says. You know what the judge does? Guess you broke. You better get this. He can't do nothing. He, he is bound by your word to perform it and his word too. You're only as good as your word. So here's what the judge, the accuser comes. Oh, you sick. You so sick, you're probably going to die. Guess what you do? Yeah, I probably will die. That judge got to bang that gavel because what? what? What do you got to have? Where, where's your paperwork? Hey, 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 what? where's your title deed? What are you saying? What are you saying with your mouth that gives you access to the title? Where's your paperwork? Where's your paperwork? No, you got to have paperwork in your mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Where's your paperwork? Because, see, if you just keep saying what the enemy says, guess what you get? You get what the enemy got. Because that joker standing there trying to accuse you in the courtroom of heaven, he's going, oh, you do this. But I got news for you. What's it going to look like when you show up with paperwork when the, come on, you ever watch court? Now, some of you know what I'm saying. You watch Judge Wapner, Judy, whatever those things are. You watch all that. You ever see people in court, right? We got a lawyer. We got, I got lawyers different. He's probably watching right now. I got a lawyer. I got a good lawyer. Praise be God. He's really good. And, and he's a great guy. And I and first thing they say, man, you better get your, you got to be ready before you go. A trial lawyer knows what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? These guys know what they're doing. These guys are prepared for court. They're going to show there, we got no evidence, right? They got pictures. They got signed names. They got, what they got? They got witnesses and they got evidence. They got what? Evidence. Evidence. Can we see your evidence? Go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Guys, a judge has never been to the scene of a crime probably in all his life. What does he try to case on? Evidence. Give me evidence of what you're saying is true. 
You go in there and sign what the devil said. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm broke. Oh, I guess I'm sick. Oh, I guess this marriage is shot out. Oh, I guess, I guess, I guess. Guess what happens? You're walking out of there defeated. But I got news for you. He said, come and plead your case. The devil stands up there and goes, today I like to bring. I mean, I had this lady. We went to, we went to that little rinky dink. We had a problem with the building down there, right? I didn't even know what was going on. Jerry knows what I'm talking about. And I went down there. I didn't even know what was going on. Man, alive, right? And it was not like court. It was like city thing. We had to fix something. We fixed it. I didn't even know it was broke, okay? So I go down there with this paper. They say, you got to come down here. I sit there half the day. I sit there half the day. I'm telling you what happened. It's the truth. My mom will tell you the truth, right? I went in there. I just paperwork. I met the city inspector guy and go and walking through the call. I said, look, bro, I got this paper. We never got the paper. I'm not trying to ditch this thing. I t- I'll do what I say we're going to do. We honor the law. We honor the land. We are, we are a church. So I get in there. They say, who could represent the, you know, Brother Norval. Brother Norval's 90 years old. Brother Norval ain't coming down here and represent. I said, I stand here and represent him. Man, I got done. The judge said, you got some stuff you got to fix. I said, I'm going to fix it. I just found out the other day. I'm here for it. I'm taking care of it. They said, cool. I had a permit in hand to fix what I fixed. This lady jumped up with a clipboard. I said, who that? I said, what is this? Man, she had, she had numbers and according to this, according to that. I said, you got to be kidding me. And nobody else had a trial going on. I said, I didn't know this was trial. Boy, they shut down. I said, no, you can't be doing that here. That ain't for this. I said, look at the little accuser. I said, I started, my gander got up for a little bit. So I said, ain't nobody else had to go here like being a slave. I, I, I didn't even know. I said, I'm taking care of it. It was all done and taken care of it. And God bless the lady we prayed for her. But I understand what I'm saying. But you understand what I'm saying? I was like, who is the accuser of me? And what in the world are you coming against the church for? Go slow. You don't think the enemy's doing that all day long? Catch you by surprise almost. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm going to take care of it. All of a sudden, here come the clipboard. Oh, a quarter to this, a quarter to that, a quarter to this, a quarter to that. A quarter. I said, quarter to what? I said, quarter to God. Fire is going to come down from heaven. You better go slow. Wait, no, understand what I'm saying? It'll catch you if you're not aware. It's hitting you all day long. Now, all of a sudden, you like this. What am I going to do here? What am I going to do there? What am I going to do there? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And you're over there caught up. I'm going to tell you what. The Bible said, when he comes and say, so you're coming to do it. Say, oh, no. I don't think you're going to get that money for that thing. I don't think God can heal your body. I don't think God can restore your marriage. I don't think God can get your kids saved. I don't think God can get your loved ones. I don't think God can restore. I don't think God can heal. He's standing there spinning out lies. And you want to know what happened? Watch what happens. The devil's standing there, ba 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 ba. And here goes Jesus. He's a mediator. He said, well, you want to go to mediation? Here you are. You got to show up with some title deed. Faith. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Stop your roll. Slow down your roll, devil. Let's take them one at a time. Case number one. Here's the deal. Oh, no, no, no. I got some paperwork that says, by his stripes, I am healed. You know what the mediator does? He stands there like an advocate and goes, plead your case. Go ahead. Tell him. Do you know what the judge does? Sorry. That blood said he's been redeemed. He's been washed clean. He's been renewed. When the enemy says, you ain't going to meet that money needs, according to his riches, you stand there with what? Philippians 4.19. He meets all my needs according to his riches and God. You stand there like a slick lawyer. And you start spitting out according to, you ever watch a lawyer? You ever watch a good lawyer? You watch TV, you know what I'm saying? Wait, according to case 101.6, Sarno versus Sarno, pray be to God, right? The guy, well, you just go up there slick. According to Philippians 4 and 19, walking there with a little swagger on you. According to Philippians 4 and 19, the God in heaven said he meets all my needs according to his riches and glory. Excuse me while I get blessed. Amen. Oh, your body don't look right, devil. Like your body don't look right. Your x-ray don't look. Uh, excuse me. According to ordinance, 1 Peter 2, 22, 23, 24, by his stripes, I am healed. Amen. I don't got to get healed. I am healed. And the devil's like, well, 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 shut your pie hole, devil. You can't beat me. I already won. But you got to have evidence when you go in the court so the judge can say, hey, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. That blood made you clean. Church going in, well, I guess I'm broke. The judge don't say, all right, go behind broke. What do you want me to tell you? Guess I'm sick. Yes, he can't do nothing about my situation. Where's your title deed? Faith is paperwork. It's a main paperwork. Go get a scripture. Go in there and say, hey, matter of fact, I got more than one. I got more evidence. What happens if you got one witness on a stand? Good case. 
You show up there with four witnesses, what happens? You in trouble, bro. Witness number one, take the stand. What do he say? Ain't Mike. Witness number two, what do you say? Ain't Mike. Witness number three, ain't Mike. Guess what? Ain't Mike. Right? Go ahead and say, Carl did it. One witness go, Carl didn't do it. Two witnesses, Carl didn't do it. See, I'm talking about you. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the Bible. The devil's telling you, you can't be something. You can't have something. You can't do something. You're not. You tell him, shut your mouth. Oh, he's coming in your mind trying to tell you you ain't going to. You say, hey, slow down, slow down, slow down. Uh, according to First Timothy, uh, I got news for you. He gave me love, power, and a sound mind. My mind works right all the time, every time. You stand there and tell, uh, ex- excuse me, time out. According to First Timothy chapter 1, hello. According to Philippians 4, uh, hello. For First Peter, you show up there with evidence. And to me, I'm going to tell you right here now, this is the only way to do it. They're going to tell you all these other ways. You could cry, squall, ball, fast. You ain't going to get jacked. You stand there with evidence you don't let go. Your faith to overcome the world. And that's what he's saying. If you're going to turn this wilderness into Eden, you're going to have to stand there with the title D. Why? Because it's the last will and testament. It's what you've been left. It's your inheritance. How do you enforce your inheritance? Paperwork. They left me this. Sorry. My daddy left me this title deed. And now what? I'm going to go claim what's mine. Amen? I got this right here. Oh, you can't have that. Uh, but excuse me, sir. According to the Bible, uh, right here, ordinance, book of John, chapter 3. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, go find your stuff. And when you get it, guess what you do? I got the title. Look, if you got a car right now, you own your car, you got a title. If I buy that car, what do I need? I got to get the title because otherwise it ain't my car. What do I do with the title? Title means it's your ownership. I left you my last will and testament. I left you the title to everything. I left you the title to everything I gave you. What do you do? Go there and say, hey, this is part of mine. No, this is mine. You can't take what's mine. You tell the devil, you can't take what's mine. It's mine. But see, the problem with church, church is like, oh, I don't know if God wants me to have it. God wants you to have everything. And how do you know what God wants you to have? You find a title for it, it's yours. That's why that book is so important. That book's full of titles. Oh, you better get that. That book's full of title deeds. It's a book full of faith. I found a healing title. You can't take, sick can't take healing when I find health. You better get that thing. Don't talk like the earth talks. The earth don't know nothing. You talk like God talks. I don't want to be weird if I start calling things that be not as though they were. That's weird. Now, being weird is talking like the earth. You ain't talking about, you ain't talking about, talk about what you've been left. It's an inheritance. I got my seed. Amen? Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.